Before we get into the episode, this is your final boarding call to come and join the Activate Mini Mind, which starts on Wednesday, the 17th of May. So if you're listening in real time, as in when this podcast comes out, that is this coming Wednesday, the Mini Mind is going to be a space that is really going to reflect everything that I've done to my own business over the last few months and everything that truly is going to take me from 30 to 40k months to 100k plus months without a doubt. So for every person in the mini mind, I'm going to be doing a personalized business and human audit, right? So I'm going to send you a questionnaire when you join and then I'm going to return an in-depth action plan based on your goals and your vision and what you want out of your business and personal development and what you're doing currently, right? So after I return action plan. We then have two live group coaching calls. So you then have the ability to bring whatever it is that you need to the call for close proximity coaching by me based on, you know, the action plan or anything around the business, anything around your person. And then we get 10 whole days inside Voxer as a group, again, to bring whatever you're navigating as you implement the action plan into the space or anything else that comes up within the 10 days. And you'll get to experience close proximity coaching with me. Not only that, but then you'll also get to observe powerful as fuck business owners and you get to observe the way that they're building their business. And you're going to get an in-depth look in how to get where you want to be at an illogical speed. Let me tell you, the business owners already in the mastermind, you're in for a fucking treat. Trust me. The link to join is in the show notes. There's only a handful of spots left. I'll see you in there. Welcome to Your Power with M Rose, the unfiltered behind the scenes of business, modern personal development, and creating your dream life. I am M Rose and here we talk about all things business, life, relationships, mindset and manifestation. So if you are ready to step into your power, then you are in the right place. Hello, you gorgeous humans. Welcome to another episode of Your Power surprise. I bet you were not expecting to hear from me considering I have committed to fortnight episodes and there was one last week and also for the fact that I'm hardly here. But that is changing. That's changing, I promise. Also, just a quick little um, preface from the very beginning of the episode. The dogs are very clingy right now. They both need to be on top of my lap. I have don't have a lap big enough for both of them, but they're making it work somehow. So we're going to see how we go. They're not very far away from the microphone. So if you hear some noises, if you hear Douglas snapping at Jeffrey, just, just ignore it. No, you didn't. Anyway, I had to release this episode. I had to break the fortnightly rule a because I wasn't really sticking to fortnight anyway so I kind of owe you some episodes b I was just too excited about this topic not to release something today and I make zero promises because you know what I'm like but I'm hoping to start making weekly episodes happen hoping 
no promises. I have lined up some really cool guests over the coming weeks, so I'm really working hard to bring you some fucking cool content. Anyway, like I said, I was really excited about planning and launching this episode to the world because I've just been fully fucking launching it behind the scenes lately. Like truthfully, if you could see me behind the scenes over the last couple of weeks, you'd think I'd been, I don't know, like secretly triple dosing on my ADHD meds. I haven't. Or have I? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I've been tempted. No. But what I have actually been doing is I have actually been conducting like full on experiments with myself for the research of your power. And I'm discovering so many wonderful ways to boost motivation, boost focus, um, boost my energy. And it's been a lot of fun. So behind the scenes, I have been really trialing that out and it has been showing, like it's been showing in the work that I'm doing. So it's cool. So essentially that's kind of how the gist of this episode came about, right? I wanted to give you five really easy, really effective ways to boost your brain health and optimize your brain chemistry and essentially hack your brain to make it work for you and to make it work in your favor. I've been speaking about this on my Instagram a lot lately, and it seems that a lot of people are actually really interested in it and that fucking excites me. I'm obviously not going to go massively deep into the science of what I'm going to talk to you about. Otherwise, this is likely going to be like a 10-hour episode. But what I can say is that what I talk about in this episode is really going to be the stuff that we dive deep into in your power. Like this is just the gist of how it's going to work. And I'm really excited about sharing this. I feel like I'm just constantly saying how excited I am because I am. I'm really fucking excited. I'm absolutely just loving everything that I'm creating behind the scenes. And I'm just like itching to share everything that I'm creating with the world and itching for the course to actually begin next month. But today, as I was creating one of the modules for Your Power, I was doing some research into some studies around neuroplasticity and I came across the most life-changing, profound, best piece of external evidence, wonderful interview with Dr. Andrew Huberman, who, side note, is fucking daddy seriously like I truly think I consume and assimilate information at a whole other level when it comes from him because how can you not when he looks like that anyway I digress I found and began listening to an interview he did a few years ago actually okay sorry for those of you who don't know who he is Andrew Huberman is a very good looking neuroscientist and is a professor of neurobiology and behavioral sciences at Stanford so he has an incredible podcast called The Huberman Lab. While I'm here, quick shout out to Kel Cal, who recommended Huberman to me a couple of months ago, and now I am fully addicted. Anyway, I found this interview he did, and even though I guess I knew he was really all about neuroscience and neurobiology and the scientific ways that your body works, he came out with this quote in this episode and it just fucking blew my mind because I feel like this is basically everything that I've been trying to put into words about the way that I want to teach, about what I want to teach, about everything that I'm anchoring into. And he's just like put it all into words and just completely validated what I've been wanting to do. And his quote was, our feelings, thoughts and memories are all very complicated, but behaviors are very concrete. They are the control panel for the rest of it. And as I was diving into this conversation with Huberman, it all just like, it all just came together. Like our brain has 
the beautiful ability to modify itself based on experience. And we have the beautiful ability to be able to leverage that, right? Like we have the beautiful ability to be able to hijack our system to do anything that we desire. We can promote motivation. We can promote regulation. We can promote mood. It's all controlled by a specific set of things called neuromodulators that we actually have the ability to change the levels of with our behavior. It was just really fucking cool for me to come across this, I guess, like beautiful summary of something that I've just been trying to find the words for for so long. And that being the ability to create our reality by taking control of our brain and our body through our behavior, right? Like it just, it just fucking gets me going, honestly. Mostly I, I was excited about the fact that I genuinely, no fucking word of a lie, have been building my framework and have been building my course and have been anchoring into everything that I teach and and moving into brain, body and behavior based entirely on my own research, my own education, learning from really cool humans, my own experience, my own evidence, my own way of, of living and doing the thing. And I anchored truly into understanding the brain, understanding the functions of the body, and then tying it all together by focusing on the small compounding behaviors, right? That's what I came came up with. And I trusted myself to go down the path of something that I was so passionate about based on my own experience and the own and my own level of research and my own, I guess, evidence that I collected. And I went down this path so sure that this was the answer to personal development and so sure that this is what it took for successful business owners to happen. And only after I decided to fucking back myself on this, like only after I decided to fully trust and fully go into this being, you know, what I wanted to teach, only after that I have now discovered that someone as powerful as Andrew Huberman stands by the same fucking concept. Right. Like that, that to me is just so cool. Like in no way am I saying that I was the first person to come up with this and no one else in the world is teaching us and blah, blah, blah. But I can truly say that I have developed everything that I am teaching. I have developed everything that's in the course. I have developed every structure and every framework on my own accord, without looking at what anyone else is doing, without seeing someone else being successful in it, I have developed everything that I am fucking teaching by living and breathing it and knowing that this was the key to my life. This is the secret, right? And knowing that this is what it takes to change people's lives. And I'm so fucking proud of that. I'm so proud of being able to be so aware of what's going on being able to build this and build this framework based on that information and just fucking backing myself knowing that this is it. This is the secret. And I came up with it. And now I'm just like collecting all of the external evidence that this is, it's true. Like the the fucking Andrew Huberman stands by the same concept. So I'm just getting more and more excited by the day about, you know, the education that I'm creating and, being able to share that with the world and being able to do it in a way that just gets to be easy. Like it's, it gets to be simple. You're in control. You have the power over your mind and your thoughts. And therefore 
the way that you create your reality. And it's just really, really fucking cool. (laughs) Anyway, fucking hell. Can you tell I'm passionate? (laughs) Okay. Before I get into the five hacks, I shall give you an update on my life. I'm not going to lie. I have kind of moved into like complete hibernation over the last week. And I've been spending a lot of time at my computer, but also really, really fucking loving it. And Also, I've not been missing out on much because the weather has been absolutely horrendous in Melbourne. But also at the same time, I feel like I'm finding a really good balance. I feel like, you know, whilst I am moving into hibernation and I'm spending my kind of days working and getting it done, I have been really trying to make an effort to spend more time with friends in person and being social and um, also really like spending a lot of time on the relationships I have with my clients as well, which has been really, really nice. And I knew that the creation of this course and, you know, knowing how much work was needing to be done behind the scenes over the next couple of months for everything that I have planned, I know that I have a tendency to always prioritize work and I'm always go, go, go. And that's never good for me mentally. So I'm really trying to make a solid effort to go out for dinners and go to netball and the football and just find a nice balance And that's been really, really good. I've been really enjoying it. The most exciting thing that happened this week was that I went and I had a clairvoyant Reiki healing session and my fucking God, it blew my mind. So the beautiful lady Kylie that I went to was recommended to me by Jess and and Jess's beautiful mum Anna. Anna was actually the first one to recommend it, but Jess has also gone as well. And they both had incredible experiences with her and, yeah, it, it, it exceeded all expectations. Even though I absolutely love things like this, like I love going to psychics, I love going to clairvoyance, I love all of this stuff, right? But I, I think regardless of that, I'm always really just like holding out just a tiny little bit, like I'm always just a little bit skeptic. And I always make them work really hard to blow my mind. (laughs) Like I always, I always hold back. Like, for example, I went in the other day and she asked me who recommended me to her. And I just said, oh, like you're just some friends. It's like, I will not let them have any connection to me. (laughs) And I always book in with like my personal email that I only use for spam email marketing. I am very, very like walls up. You have to prove yourself. But she really fucking did. Like she was pulling shit out that I just was my mind was blown I basically went in there and you know because it was clairvoyant slash Reiki healing she kind of asked like what I wanted to focus on if there was any like anything in particular that I wanted to bring up in terms of the healing and I said that predominantly you know I'm I'm navigating heartbreak and I really wanted to focus on that but I also really wanted some direction on on business and work and and that side of things I feel like you know, going back to the conversation of, of not seeing anyone kind of doing what I'm doing and, and not seeing the evidence of this being something that works and that people want to learn about, I have been feeling quite like, oh, like, you know, I, I back myself. I fucking back myself, but it's still, it's nice to get some guidance to tell me that I'm in the right direction, you know? So that's what I wanted. And straight away, she was like, hmm. Yeah, I thought it might be career related. You have a very chaotic energy, (laughs) which is fair. But like I was like, "Eh, anyone could pick that. I mean, have a look at me. My hair's not washed. I'm wearing Ugg boots. I'm the picture of chaos. (laughs) Anyway, so 
I basically just said to her, you know, I felt really called to come and get some guidance and I definitely need some assistance with healing and, and in particular releasing. And I guess the first half of the session was a lot to do with with my ex and a lot was coming up about that, which, you know, is not exactly something I desired to bring up the podcast because it was a lot, like it was a lot to process. Um, she did straight away pick up on um, there being a pregnancy, which was like mind-blowing. Um, but other than that, uh, some of my favorite things. So the first very big thing that I was like, what the fuck? Um so backstory, I've started playing netball again this year, as you guys know, and I, there's kind of, we had like a group um, team bonding session before the season started. And anyway, we had like a trivia night. So I was put in a group with, well, we kind of like chose our own groups, but I was in a group with um, two of my girlfriends, Mads and Megan, um, and then another girl, Haley, And I knew Mads and Megan previously. It was the first time I met Haley, and we just had so much fun that night. And then that night we were talking about um, there's a there's a pizza place in Parkdale that we all just love. Like this, it was my like go to fucking pizza place for years. Every Friday night, I would do peri peri chicken pizza and um, like wine to myself. Like I would, it was my tradition. The girls love it as well. We were all talking about it. Haley's never been. So we were like, oh, we'll take you there, blah, blah, blah. Like we just fully fucking like we're having this massive conversation about the pizza place. And um, the pizza place is called Boccancino's. Shout out. Boccancino's in Parkdale. The best. We love the owner. Like the we know the owners at the coffee shop next door. Like they're all related. It's great. It's like a, it's like a big family. And we were just talking about the pizza place for ages. So anyway, I went home and I literally like just had so much fun with these girls. Like I, I messaged Haley because I, that was the first time that I met Haley, and I literally messaged her being like, I think we're going to be really good friends. Like I was just like, you know, fully just I want to be friends with you. <laughs> and then anyway, a couple of days later, I actually started a group chat and I was like, let's go and get box. Like let's go and organize to go get box one, one Friday night before netball. And so we created this group chat and then this group chat just became like our group chat, right? We were just, we're in the group chat every day and we're like talking and talking like we have just, I'm actually, they're going to come on the podcast soon because we just have the funniest conversations. Um, but anyway, a couple of weeks ago, we had the plans to go and get box for dinner. Mads ended up having to play netball. So us other three went and got box, went and got red wine and then went and watched, um, Mads play netball and had the pizza and whatever. Anyway, our group chat is called Box and Hose, right? So very, very focused on Bock and Chino's, the pizza restaurant. <laughs> anyway, she was the, the clairvoyant Kylie was, was kind of talking and she was like, oh, I can feel some really strong friendships happening. Like I can feel that you are really building some really solid connections. So she was like, you're, you're really anchoring into friendships you're building deeper connections right now and I was like yeah cool like that's true she was like there's there's friendships that you're building right now there's friendships that you're strengthening right now that are going to be essential for your healing they're going to help you heal and this is going to be so beautiful for you and it's just going to be like so good for your healing and I was like oh that's nice and then she was like um this is weird but like I'm getting pizza coming up <laughs> I was like fuck off. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nah, like that's, that's wild. 
Because it's true, like this this group of girls, like we are just we're instantly connected. We've spent the last few weekends, you know, after the netball together and like hanging out, and you know, it, it's been amazing. So that was really cool. Um, the next one was like over the over. I mean, over the last few months, um, since I was kind of on retreat in Byron, I was like talking to the girls, and I was like, you know, like I would love to kind of move away and like spend a year in Queensland or whatnot, and then. The morning that I was driving to the clairvoyant session, my skin was like having a fucking hell of a time. Like I feel like May every single year is when my skin just decides to be like, no, fuck you. Like I hate this weather. It's dry. It's gross. And my skin just like really fucking shows it. And so I was getting really down about my skin and I was in my car and I was like, oh, I just – maybe it's just like this time of the year like it's just you know Melbourne weather is shit and like it's really dry and it's this time of the year I always feel really fucking miserable and I and I feel like I just I literally said to I went on a walk with um Mads the other day not Mads from Box and Hose but different Mads um but I went for a walk the other day and I literally said to Mads I was like I think I have seasonal depression like I think I get seasonal depression really bad and Anyway, Kylie was like, um, she was up around my face and she was like, you're not from Melbourne, are you? And I was like, no, actually, I'm I'm not. And she was like, are you from and this? Is me? I'm like, no, <laughs> didn't say where I was from. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, but then she was like, um, yeah, are you from are you from someone somewhere that's a bit warmer? And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm from I'm from New South Wales. Um I, I mean, I guess it's a bit warmer. She's like, no, no, I'm getting somewhere really like tropical. And I was like, oh, I used to live in Vietnam. Like I lived in Vietnam for five years. She was like, yeah, that's it. She was like, Melbourne's not the place for you. She was like, you, you're the type of person that thrives in warmer climates. You thrive in, you know, travel and change of scenery. And she was like, I get the vibe that you like to you know, change locations. You like to kind of be like switch around. You like to, and you have a higher energy when you are, you know, in it changing your environment. She was like, I don't think Melbourne's for you. Like, she's like, I don't think Melbourne is the place that that is going to get the best out of you. So that was massive. A, because like I would, or I'd already been like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Melbourne's for me. And then second of all, that just the picking up on like, um, you know, changing my energy and traveling, like you guys know, like that's what I do, right? I, I when I have and when I want to create something, that's what I do. I fucking travel. Like I go to a cabin, I go to Bali. Like if I'm really like ready to launch something or create something and like that's maybe why it's coming up now because potentially I'm like I'm struggling to create like I usually would because I'm in Melbourne. Mm. Live thought process here. Anyway, so that was really interesting. She was very adamant that just Melbourne isn't the place for me and um, yeah, to consider. So that was interesting. Um, She picked up on Jess, which was awesome. She was like, oh, do you have a sister? I was like, no, no, I have a brother. She was like, no, that's not it. She was like, I'm getting a very sisterly figure. She's older than you. She, you know, supports you. She, she's, you're very comfortable talking to her. And I was like, oh, well, there's Jess. I was like, Jess is, you know, she's my business manager, but she's also, 
you know, she's my ex's sister. So for the last kind of six years, she has been a sisterly figure to me. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that feels right. She's like, she's got a baby. I'm like, yeah, she does. And he's fucking cute. <laughs> so that was cool. She was like, Jess is going to be really crucial in in your healing and she's going to be, you know, her support is amazing and, and you know, definitely like keep her in your, in your wings. So that was cool. Jess, you can stick around. <laughs> um, there was also a song she said came into her, her head like a really prominently that I need to look out for. I'm not going to say what the song was because I don't want anyone to influence it. <laughs> Here's me being the skeptic. Like I don't want anyone to kind of like influence me hearing the song or like what the song might mean, but I'll keep you posted. When she said it, it felt like there was something behind it and it felt like it was in something that I'd watched recently or something like that. But yeah, I'll wait till it comes to me and I'll let you know. Um, and then when she anchored into work, she was like your job. She was like, you can do it from anywhere in the world. Right. And I was like, yep. She was like, there's a new project that you're working on right now. Um, and she said that the project that I'm working on right now is the right direction. She was like, it's it's really hard work now and it's going to be hard work now, but it's going to allow me to step back and live later, which is fucking cool because that's the aim. Um, she said it's going to be international. She, she said she was seeing gold stars everywhere when she was talking about it, which was a good sign. She said it was the right move. And then she said there was something about like six months coming up. She said whether, you know, the course ends up being a six-month course or whether in six months' time it's going to reach its peak and, and six months is when it's all going to come together and it's going to be amazing and, and I can just like, cool, take a step back and it's done. Um, but, yeah, that was cool. She said it's definitely the right the right path. I've made the right decision and it's going to be international. It's going to be huge. Um, she actually said, yeah, a lot of things about work. She was like, wow. She was like, well done. Like without, she would just like be silent for ages. Wow. You're amazing. <laughs> I'm like, cool. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, she said a lot of things. I've got a lot of things written down, but like some things I just need to process a little bit. Sometimes, some things I need to sit with for a little while before I kind of, you know, talk about them on a podcast, but um, she said that there's someone new making their way to me. Um, she said it's someone I already know and that he's been waiting on the sidelines for a while. And she said he's very cheeky and easygoing. But then she said, I won't be ready for him. And I was like, yeah, no, I hope it's no time soon. Because <laughs> no, thank you. That scares the fuck out of me. Um, and she said, look, it doesn't look like it's going to be serious anyway. Um, but then she... <laughs> She warned me that I'm going to, when I start dating again, when I'm ready, I'm going to get really bored <laughs> and I'm going to like, I'm going to date and I'm going to like not stick with people because I'm going to get bored really easily. But I need to remember that that's what I actually want. <laughs> right. She was like, you need to break the pattern. It's <laughs> like, Okay, called out, called the fuck out. But anyway, yeah, I was like, hopefully no time soon. She was like, no, you know him. She's like, he's been waiting. I'm like, okay. Anyway, scares the fuck out of me. I'm like, I'm just going to stay in my office so no one can find me. <laughs> anyway, it was an incredible experience. 10 out of 10. Can't wait to go back. Thank you, Anna and Jess, for recommending her to me. I'm very excited. Anyway, I feel like that was the most exciting thing for my week. So let's get into the actual episode, shall we? 
I interrupt this episode, this beautiful, hilarious, amazing, incredible episode to talk to you about one of my favorite spaces in the world that you need to come and be a part of. If you love the podcast, let me tell you, you will fucking love the broadcast. Big Moves Broadcast. It is a Voxer broadcast. It is the real, raw, honest, vulnerable behind the scenes of me of the business, of everything that I'm processing, of every decision that I'm making. It is all in real time. I plug in with some incredible lessons. I plug in with some incredible teachings. I plug in with some fun shit. I plug in with just a real behind the scenes into me and who I am and what's been going on. And it's just so much fun. And on top of that, Every month, I give everyone inside the broadcast the opportunity to ask me absolutely anything anonymously. And I'm telling you, last month, there were some fucking questions. I've also seen the submissions for this month. It's a wild ride. It's a lot of fun. They're all anonymous. You have the option to not only hear my answers on what everything else is navigating, but also ask me anything personalized to you, personalized to your business, personalized to me you can be as nosy as fuck i had someone ask me the other day when the last time i had sex was so that was cool there are no limits there are no boundaries and that goes for everything that i plug in with as well so i'm gonna pop a link in the show notes i'm gonna give you 10 percent off the code is your power 10 that will give you 10 percent off any option so you have the option to join for one month come in and and check out the question day and just be there for a month and see what's going on. You can join for three months, you can join for six months and you can join for 12 months. And there are payment plans for every option and there'll be 10% off with your power for every payment plan option. So come and join. Trust me when I say this is the best. Okay. So I'm going to go through five behaviors, so five things that you can implement into your daily routine starting today, not tomorrow, not tomorrow, today. These behaviors, these things are going to actually help you hack your brain. And what I mean by that is we are going to do these things and I'm going to tell you how. I'm going to tell you five things. I'm going to go into how they hack your brain and basically why doing them actually leverages your your brain to work for you and, and what it's going to lead to. So the first thing, and if you follow Instagram, you'll see that I am an absolute advocate for this one. The first thing is deliberate cold exposure. So first of all, deliberate cold exposure is when you intentionally do cold water immersion. So we're talking cold showers, ice bath, ocean dips and and whatnot. And we're doing it intentionally and deliberately. This is very, very important. Now, very important to also note that there is still a lot to discover when it comes to cold exposure. It's only really recently that scientists have actually found the links to brain health. In the past, it's always been seen and used as something that's like primarily to reduce inflammation. You know, we see it with footballers and athletes and they use it in their recovery for this reason, right? Because it's it's always been known to primarily reduce inflammation. And yes, it absolutely does do this. Like that's still true. But recent studies have now found to actually have incredible positive effects on the brain. So in short, deliberate cold exposure increases the level of dopamine, epinephrine, 
or adrenaline and norepinephrine, noradrenaline, in your brain. So that's actually going to lead to improved mood, improved cognitive function and increased energy levels. It's also an opportunity to actually deliberately put stress on our bodies, right? Which sounds like why the fuck would we do that? But actually being really intentional and in control of putting stress on our bodies, we are actually able to remain calm and be in control of our own regulation of that stress, right? Which in the long term is going to be immensely useful because whenever we are kind of put into other states of stress, we have trained our bodies and we have gotten used to what it feels like to be in stress and how we can actually remain calm and self-regulate. So it's a really good way to practice something like that, you know, for the long term. However, for that effect, for being able to actually build that self-regulation technique, deliberate cold exposure has to be regular. Like you have to do it at a regular level. The increase in dopamine and, and epinephrine and norepinephrine, that's something that happens immediately, like after one 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 kind of bout of cold exposure. So when we look at what's happening on a chemistry level, deliberate cold exposure is going to lead to a significant increase, like I said, of epinephrine and norepinephrine which are neuromodulators and basically they are responsible for making us feel alert, right? So the cold exposure is actually going to bring those levels up and help us stay alert and and elevated for, you know, some time after the exposure, which is actually going to help with increasing your energy, increasing your level of focus. And also it's going to cause the, I guess, prolonged release of dopamine. So Dopamine is then going to help elevate your mood, enhance your focus again. It helps with your attention and it actually helps with dopamine helps with motivation and goal driven behavior. So in saying all of that, because of the alertness, because of the focus, because of the attention and all of the things, we actually want to be doing deliberate cold exposure earlier in the day, right? Because again, doing it before you go to bed, probably you don't want to be super alert before you go to sleep. That's probably not going to be smart. Um, It's good to do in the morning, say before you, you start work, because you're going to be very focused and you're going to have a lot of attention and you're going to have a lot of like cognitive things happening. Um, And fun fact as well, after cold exposure, your body actually heats up right so after you get out of the the whatever it is the ice bath the cold shower your body instantly heats up to try and you know self-regulate and come back to homeostasis and so when your body heats up your body wakes up right your when your body heats up you're more alert when your body temperature cools down that's when you feel feelings of sleepiness and and low energy and all of those things so doing the cold in the morning is actually going to to boost that alertness. If you do it before bed, you're actually probably going to keep yourself awake for a lot longer. So it's not really going to be optimal for your sleep. So I like to have a cold shower in the morning. I'm going to jump in, do my shower as normal. And then right at the end of my shower, I turn off the hot water completely. And then I let the cold run directly onto my heart for a little while And then I turn around and I let it run directly onto the back of my neck. Now, there's a science behind these areas, but I won't get into that for now. I recommend, well, it's recommended. I didn't come up with this protocol, but it's recommended to do as a minimum about 11 minutes of cold cold exposure total 
per week. So whether that is you're splitting it up and doing one to two minutes per day or you're doing four sessions of like two to three minutes, but a minimum of 11 minutes across the week is recommended for the best long-term effects. So going back and talking about, you know, that that self-regulation and those stress levels, you like I said, you're going to still see releases of dopamine and adrenaline after individual sessions. Like that's still going to happen. But if you want to build those long-term effects, 11 minutes minimum per week. Number two, early morning sunlight within one hour of waking. So actually exposing your retinas to natural sunlight within one hour of waking up. This is a strange one, but getting exposure to sunlight in the morning is actually going to lead to you sleeping better, which is obviously a very, very crucial part of your brain function. Sleep is so crucial that there's actually going to be like a two to three part module just on sleep (laughs) inside of your power. Like it's so important. So basically we have something inside us called a circadian clock, right? And that helps us with our natural sleep-wake cycle. And our circadian clock is most sensitive to light within one hour of waking, two hours before your bedtime, and then throughout the night, throughout nighttime. So when you get bright light first thing in the morning, when your circadian clock is most sensitive to it in that first hour, it's actually going to assist with the natural cues in your body that help figure out when it's time to go to bed later on, right? It's going to help you fall asleep faster. It's going to help you have a better sleep. You're going to fall asleep easier, all of the things. So on a more chemical level, what's happening is the morning light, when you step out and you look at morning light and you expose your retinas to morning light, that is going to tell your body to suppress its melatonin production, right? Melatonin is our is our sleep chemical, right? So it's going to tell the body to suppress the melatonin production and instead it's actually going to encourage the production of cortisol and serotonin. So it's going to start and increase that production. Now, with the increase of serotonin in particular, our mood is actually going to be improved throughout the day. We love serotonin. It's a natural mood booster. So we want that. And then also in general, there are about 100 plus different functions of our body that rely on the circadian day-night cycle for them to properly function, right? So we're actually benefiting 100 different natural functions in our body by doing this. So it's important and what we're doing is to make sure that our internal biological rhythm is actually being properly aligned and in sync with the day-night cycle because that's essential for over 100 functions in our body. But most importantly, for sleep, which we love. Number three, you know I could go on about this one for hours, but breathe through your nose, right? Let's master our breathing. So fun fact, our bodies are actually designed to breathe nasally. We're meant to be breathing through our nose. That's what we are biologically designed for. When we breathe through our nose, we're actually able to filter the oxygen that we take in before it enters our lungs, And it humidifies the air that we breathe in, which helps with our body temperature, which helps our lungs to be more productive. Other than when you have, say, sinus issues or blockages in your nasal passage, there is zero benefit to breathing through your mouth. Zero, right? Biologically, our mouths were not built for breathing. They were built for eating. They were built for talking. They're not built for breathing. When you breathe through your mouth, 
you are more likely going to develop a range of oral issues for starters. You can come, we can have digestive issues, more likely to get headaches, more likely to experience fatigue. They're just not meant for breathing. You're also not getting any of the benefits that you get by breathing through your nose, which include what I just said, right? First and foremost, breathing through your nose means that you are taking in higher quality oxygen because it's being filtered, right? So breathing through our nose, we have a filter that sterilizes the air, also known as our nose hairs, (laughs) right? So breathing through the nose, we sterilize the air The oxygen is of a higher quality when it comes through our nose compared to when it comes through our mouth. Breathing through our nose also leads to something called, um, leads to, sorry, production of something called nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is something that actually helps open up your airways, which means you can actually take in more beautifully filtered oxygen. And the more oxygen we take in, the higher our cognitive function is. So nose breathing also helps with dysregulation, especially, you know, around stress and anxiety, right? Breathing through our nose actually forces us to breathe a lot slower than if we were to breathe through our mouths. If we're breathing through our mouths, it's a lot easier to anchor back into naturally really shallow breaths, right? But breathing through our nose, we're actually forced to breathe slower and deeper, which automatically calms our heart rate and calms our mind. And lastly, because of everything that I just mentioned, it's going to help you have a deeper sleep, right? It's going to help you have a deeper sleep and it's going to help you stay asleep for longer. So we're talking about, you know, the combination of the higher levels of oxygen intake, the higher qualities of oxygen that that we're breathing in, the deeper breaths that occur because they're happening through your nose, right? Which is slowing down your heart rate, slowing down your mind and... Above all, the fact that you're not going to get a fucking dry mouth and sore throat and you're probably not got, not even going to snore, all of that combined is going to lead to a beautiful, deep, long-lasting sleep. So a few tips to help with nose breathing. First tip is just obviously awareness, right? Keep bringing your attention back to your breath as often as you can throughout the day. So when you're working, when you're at the gym, when you're going for a walk, Be really conscious of the way that you're breathing. Bring your attention to your breath. When you feel yourself mouth breathing, shift to nose breathing, right? Start to put yourself in the habit of breathing through your nose. And my best tip, which is something that has worked so well for me, is go and buy some micropore tape from the chemist and tape your mouth closed before you go to bed at night. You could also do this, let's say, if you're like working or reading or something like that. Tape your mouth closed. This is going to give your body no choice, obviously, right? Your body's going to have no choice but to breathe through your nose while you're sleeping or while you're working or while you're doing the things. And therefore, you're actually getting all of the advantages that I just mentioned. And eventually, after taping your mouth for a while, your body's going to be trained and you're going to be in the habit of actually breathing through your nose. Number four, ditch your phone at bedtime and leave it when you wake up. Like don't touch it when you wake up. This one is quite obvious. I mean, it's something that we get told to do all the time, but I really wanted to go into the reasoning why. And the first reason is very closely related to point number two, 
So going back to talking about our circadian rhythm and and how our circadian rhythm is most sensitive to light at the one hour point from waking and then two hour point before you go to bed. So in terms of the light, picking up your phone in the morning is not the worst thing in the world, right? In terms of light, only in terms of light. However, in the two hours before you go to bed, we're also very sensitive to light due to our the circadian rhythm. So that is one reason why to ditch the phone as the artificial light on your phone is going to actually disrupt your natural melatonin production and therefore it's going to disrupt your sleep or make it more difficult to fall asleep. There is also the contributing factor of general, I guess, brain stimulation and dysregulation, right? When it comes to looking at your phone screen, both before you go to sleep and then this is why we leave it when we when we first wake up. These are really, really critical times for your body's natural hormones and your body's chemical production to take place, right? Checking your phone before bed is going to mean that your brain's going to be sent, you know, a bunch of alert stimulated signals rather than sleep signals in layman terms, <laughs> right? So, Checking your phone before bed is going to disrupt the natural hormone and chemical production that is going to help with your sleep. Then when we go to talk about the morning, the morning is a really, really beautiful time to be able to allow natural hormone and neuromodulator release. When we wake up, we naturally move through a series of brainwaves, right? So we start when we're asleep, we're in delta brainwaves. As we start to wake up, we're in theta brainwaves. Then we move into the alpha state. And then we are fully awake in the the beta state, right? That is a beautiful, natural process of waking up. If we wake up and look at our phone in the morning, we go straight from delta brainwaves all the way and we skip, we go straight from sleep to alert, right? Straight from delta to beta. We skip the alpha theta state entirely, right? Which is where a lot of your access to your subconscious mind happens. And therefore some of your best ideas, some of your best awareness, some of your best like alignment with yourself is in those brainwaves and we are just skipping them entirely. So skipping through those natural states in the morning, you're going to actually be cheating yourself from being super aligned and super grounded with yourself, right? You're going to you're going to cheat yourself from accessing your subconscious, right? Which is going to prevent you from, you know, having amazing ideas or like thinking about what you like want to do or, or like visualizing how you want to be like all of those things. Like you don't actually realize how much of that you do in the morning. And you're also going to be playing around with the natural release of your hormones and neuromodulators, like I said, which, you know, you're going to be stuffing with the natural release of those things that leave you feeling motivated, that leave you feeling focused, that leave you feeling high energy. So you're actually just kind of like stopping yourself from allowing that stuff to happen, I guess, right? And a lot of you know that I have been leaving my phone out of my bedroom for a while and it's the best move I have ever made. My mood is better. My sleep is better. I have a beautiful morning routine. It has totally changed the way that I show up every day. So Highly, highly, highly recommend this, obviously. <laughs> That's what the whole episode is about. <laughs> and finally, number five. Number five is do something fun every single day, right? Half an hour, half an hour in a day, do something fun. The most important part of what you decide to do as fun, right, is that it cannot have 
any drive in outcome, right? It can be something like knitting, coloring in, playing a sport, going out for dinner, calling a friend, something that you really enjoy, something that brings you joy, and then something that, you know, has no pressure and no outcome and nothing that you desire the outcome of, right? When you engage in activities that you find fun, your brain releases endorphins, which are natural mood boosting chemicals. So obviously this is desired to have every day. We love a good mood, right? It also releases dopamine. So again, going to come into play with your motivation and your focus and your attention. As we know, dopamine plays the crucial role in regulating your mood, in um, having pleasure, in motivation, in like lots of cognitive functions. So by having fun, you're actually engaging in your brain's reward system and boosting your dopamine levels, which is going to help your mood, your motivation, and your overall cognitive function, like I said. So I'm very big on this one, like very, very big, especially when it comes to the link in motivation. I get asked so often how I stay motivated all the time and how people can stay motivated. And my answer to that is to develop a pleasure association in the small things, right? Build pleasure in the journey. Don't just associate pleasure in the outcome. So rather than saying, oh, I want to build a six-figure business and that is where you associate the pleasure, change the pleasure to something you're doing in the day-to-day because otherwise you are going to sit there every day. You've not hit a six-figure business yet. Therefore, there's been no dopamine release, right? I mean, I mean, there obviously has, but you know what I mean? Like in, in, in the grand scheme of things, right? We're associating pleasure in only the end result. Therefore, when we're not hitting the end result, the pleasure association isn't coming in the day to day. So let's actually find pleasure association in the day to day, have the boost in dopamine every single day and do the motivation thing, right? Be, be more aligned to the motivation thing. The more you're relating pleasure to the journey, the more dopamine you'll be releasing, the more likely you're going to wake up and do it all again tomorrow. So there are five easy ways to hack your brain, five ways to leverage the brain's functioning and make it work for you. And they are all things that you are able to start right now, today, with no excuses. I wanted to include one of my favorite quotes. And and the quote is from Mike Murdoch. And he says, the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. So these are just five small steps that you can take towards a big future. Okay. Well, honestly, when I wrote the notes for this episode, I was like, oh, this will be a fun like 20 minute power episode. No, it's definitely not that. Sorry. Anyway, you can see my passion about this stuff. (laughs) Before I go, I want to say that if you love this episode, if you want more of this kind of content, firstly, let me know. And secondly, I would actually suggest keeping an eye out on socials and on emails if you're on the email list, which if you're not, it's just getting on it right now because there is something really, really cool that I'm going to be running next week that is going to help you take information like this and build a beautiful compounding routine that's going to lead to an incredible life. Have the most amazing weekend. You're the best. Love you. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening. You have no idea how grateful I am that you are here. If you loved this episode, the best thing to do would be to share it with a friend. Be that person who encourages others to step into their power too. Make sure you are following on all of the platforms listed for you in the show notes, subscribed on Apple or Spotify and in the closed Facebook group community too. And I will chat to you next week.